Sit back and relax. That's right. You're listening to the Bob and Katie Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Bob and Katie Show. I'm Katie. And I'm Bob. So this is our first Wednesday night reveal. Uh, we did 45 minutes last time, which is a little bit shorter than we normally do. I was do. like, it's, I'm sorry, it's going to be saying that. I was like, it is not Wednesday right now. It's gonna come out, this is going to come out on Wednesday. <laughs> like, you are seriously out of your mind. Uh, it, we are recording in the middle of the daylight. I feel it's like. It's weird. We've never recorded during the day. It's always at night after we put the kids to bed. And I just, I, I look at the windows and I want to be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange. It, it doesn't feel right. Something feels off. Well, um, you've got your coffee. I've got my Red Bull. How about let's jump into that Dear Bobby that we left off of last time. All right. All right. Dear Bobby, please tell me what to say to persuade my friend to stop driving up in front of my house and honking his horn. I have asked him twice not to do it, but it continues. It may seem like a small thing to him, but I think it's disrespectful to me for him to toot his horn like I'm supposed to come running out. A more courteous approach would be to call me and say he's near or to ring the doorbell when he arrives. Am I being old-fashioned? Expects respect in Charlotte, North Carolina, and go. Can we name him something else? I'm not trying to repeat that name every time I say it. What are we going to call him? Well, I don't care. How about, um, hmm. Joe. His name's Joe. Joe. You're going to go with Joe? It's such a, a Joe name. All right, we'll go with Joe. There's probably somebody named Joe listening to this right now. He's very offended. Be like, why, why are you hating on my name, Bob? Listen, Joe, I think it's about time you sit down and think about changing your name. No, seriously. Uh... So we live in an apartment complex. This is something very near and dear to our hearts. Is this why you picked it out? It sure is, because I am very strongly opinionated about this. People around here get rides from other people, and I get that. Sometimes you don't have a car. Sometimes you want a carpool, whatever. But when Sometimes it, your friend just be coming to pick you up. When it is 6.30 in the morning, and you go to pick somebody up in an apartment complex, you don't hit your horn. Everybody's got Facebook. Everybody's got telephones. Everybody you're picking up has a front door. Go knock on it. Call them. Text them. Facebook them. It's so, like, I think it is so rude. I'm, I am, I don't think I'm out of the way when I say that 90% of us, when we sit down on the toilet in the morning, automatically open up Facebook. That's probably correct. Facebook them. Let them know you're on the way. Don't honk your horn. I don't know if the guy in Charlotte has neighbors. If you're in Charlotte, chances are you have neighbors. I would say just tell them, hey, please don't honk your horn. But maybe that's the kind of friend that's like, if you tell him that, he's, I'm not going to pick you up anymore. I'm not going out really? of my way. Then some you people, are very good friends. Yeah, then. some people are jerks. You never know. Well, maybe, they apparently don't need to be friends anymore. Maybe what this guy needs to do is uh, they need to listen to the Bob and Katie show. Grab that friend and have them listen to it one day when they're on commute. Like just by coincidence. Yeah. Oh, well, that kind of sounds like us. Maybe like, you should stop honking your horn when you pick me up. You know, because Bob and Katie say so. But we we had an experience kind of like this. Um, there was somebody that lived in the apartment building right across from us, and they were getting rides from a friend or whoever on a, just about a daily basis. And it was always in the afternoon. So I mean, it wasn't first thing in the morning, but still. They would come almost every day, pull up right in the middle of the parking lot, not even in a parking space, but blocking the middle of the parking lot, and they would honk their horn. And the person would never come out right away. They would sit there and continue to honk. It usually took about five minutes of honking off and on. I mean, 
like crazy continuous honking. And it always, almost always seemed to happen when the babies were down for a nap. It makes my blood boil. Like, it got to the point, it, it, it made me so mad. Because first of all, it's rude. We live in an apartment complex. There are people everywhere. You never know who is sleeping or has babies sleeping or something like that. And then to just pull up and, and just sit there and honk like you have no manners. I, like one time that happened, and I opened up the door. And I don't know if they saw me or not, but it made me feel better to do this. I wasn't going to, like, yell like a hoodlum. I just opened up the door and poked my head out and just glared at them. Just look at Like, I gave them the evil eye hard. Because I said, I'm not going to yell and scream and act like a hoodlum. You know, I got babies in there sleeping, but I just glared at them. Like, hey, I hear you freaking honking. And in this day of modern day technology, everybody's got a cell phone. You pick up your cell phone, you call them, you text them, say, I'm here. Or, you know what, have some manners, pull in a parking spot and go knock on their dang door. I'm getting mad just thinking about it. Trust me, out there in podcast listening land, when this girl glares at you, it's like Medusa. <laughs> and sometimes her hair looks just like that. What? How are you going to be insulting my hair? <laughs> we all know what you do. You sit here and you go crazy with these babies all day. Sometimes I come home, your hair's standing up on end. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people that. Well, that's why we do an audio podcast and not a video podcast, right? Yeah. That's why there's always pictures of you on our Facebook page and not me. <laughs> I know. We'll sit down and be like, why don't we take a couple pictures tonight? And you're like, nope. I, I like to be behind the camera. I know you made that comment to me the other day. People probably think I'm a jerk. Like, the only people pictures like, I put up is Why me. is there only pictures of Bob on our Facebook page? And it's always because I'm like, my hair is a mess in a ponytail, no makeup. I've got puked stains on my clothes. Yeah. You ever go into Walmart and you see those people wearing pajamas? And oh, yeah. Their hair's jacked up. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Katie, you will never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> see Katie do that. You get dr- completely dressed. I mean, like jeans, T-shirt. You won't go check the mail with pajama pants Oh, that's on. not true. Well, I mean, I won't go outside my pajamas. So, yeah, if you think that I'm going to be able to get pictures of her late at night and put them on Facebook, not happening. Maybe I'll sneak one one day. Like right now, I just got a shower a little bit ago, and my hair's like, whew. And anybody who has wavy to curly hair like I do and, and, and doesn't put product in it, you know what happens. It air dries, and it just poofs. Yeah, that's what my hair looks like right now. That's why you will not be taking a picture of me today. <laughs> okay, so Joe. Tell your boy to stop honking the horn, man. Tell him to stop being a rude behind and get out and knock on the door. Especially. So rude. Especially if you're in an apartment complex. And Joe, if you're too scared, then how about get up and get ready and make sure you outside waiting on your ride? (laughs) How about that? How about don't make Joe or make Steve or whatever his name is. Maybe there's two of There's two Joes. Joe's and Joe riding work together. Don't make the other Joe honk his horn. If you know he's coming to pick you up. Well, it's not Joe's fault if his friend is rude. Well, it's not the other Joe's fault if his friend's not on time. Well, that's not what this discussion is about. It could be. Who knows? If we don't know that Joe's running behind, he could be sitting there ready and, and waiting. Well, if he's ready and waiting, then he should see his friend pull up and be outside before his friend ever hops He might have had to go pee and not seen him pull up. Every day. You think Joe's peeing every day when the other Joe pulls I, up? Maybe. Maybe he has a very strict urine schedule. 
Maybe Joe needs to buy a car. We don't know that he don't have a car. Then why don't you need, he needs to start driving then? This year getting so off topic. Well, I'm just saying, sometimes it's not the other Joe's fault. Oh, in this case it is. In this case it is. Maybe we're just a little crazy. Maybe people need just not, nobody needs to honk their horn. All that I'm saying is sometimes you get a complaint from somebody and you're like, wow, this complaint really holds up. And then you find out they did some stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think that's the case this time. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay, fine. We'll talk about it anymore. You picked, you picked <laughs> the topic. You were like, hey, dear Bobby, and you picked it. No, I'm just saying, like, I used to have a guy that I picked up for work, and uh, I would pull up and not honk. I would call, and he wouldn't answer his phone. So then I would honk. I would go and knock on the door. You know what I mean? And, like, he, he just, you know who I'm talking about. I do. He wouldn't get out of bed, and I was picking him up for work. So guess what? Eventually, when I pull up, I would just automatically, So So you were the rude behind in this situation. I wasn't at first. But he put me to that point. Well, maybe that's a different situation. Maybe. Joe, you need to make sure you're on time. Make sure you're awake and make sure you're ready to go. Once all of that falls through, if he still continues to haunt, put him in his place. Either that or get a car. I don't want to tell you, man. Speaking of rude. What? I have a, a, a story to tell you about that was rude. That I did? No, 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 no. Oh. So the other day, the babies had their doctor's appointment for their nine-month checkup. So... <laughs> For any of you who do not know, this is, this is the kind of stuff I go through just to get my babies to the doctor. I, I don't take them by myself because just trying to get two babies in the doctor's office. And it's in one of those buildings where they have the suites, you know, and it's on the second floor. So, I mean, I have to go get the babies in the elevator, get them in the doctor's office. And then, you know, you got to get them in there. you got to get them undressed so they can weigh them and do their length and everything. And then if they have shots, you know, there's two babies I have to comfort. And that just is too much for me to do by myself. Any other twin parents who do the doctor's visits by themselves, more power to you, but I can't do it. So you had to work that day. So my mom came. My mom drove like 45 minutes. Yep. To come here. And we were actually having car trouble that day. So she drove uh, me and the babies to the doctor, which our doctor's office isn't that far away. Big shout out, by the way, to uh, your dad, Big Rock, for helping me change the alternator in that truck. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. All right, keep going. Uh, So anyway, we get to the doctor's office, get both babies out of the car, go up to the second floor, and I go to walk in the doctor's office. The door is locked, and they are closed. The doctor's office was freaking closed. And I'm like... What? I know I didn't get the appointment wrong. I have a calendar that I write all of our appointments on. You had a car too, right? Yeah, I got in the car and I was like, I I know I had the appointment card in my wallet. Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out just to check. And I asked my mom, I was like, today's date is whatever date it was. She's like, yeah. I was like, I'm not wrong here. What the heck? I got no phone call from the doctor's office. Nothing. Not a call. And I had made the appointment three months prior at their six-month checkup. And so I'm like, if something happened in between now and then, they were going to be closed. They should have called me and let me know. So I get home and I call the main office because our doctor's office has um, different locations. The main office is in Wilmington. Oh, and- I, I'm not even scared. Knox. Knox <laughs> Pediatricians. So I call so the main office. if op- you get a new baby. <laughs> if you get a new baby. If you get a new baby. <laughs> a new baby. You got to take the baby to the doctor. Don't take him to Knox. Not Knox. Why are you staring at me? Are you saying knots? Knots? I'm saying. Like you tie a knot? No, I'm saying not knots. Oh, okay. Uh, Anyway, whatever. I I get home and I call the main office in Wilmington 
And I like, I'm livid because you don't know what it's like to have to get two babies ready to leave and leave the house. It's a lot of, I mean, it's I like know what it's like. Days. Who are you talking to right oh, now? Oh, I'm talking to everyone, okay. every, uh, everyone else. You, so what are you talking <laughs> about? It is so hard for me to get these two babies ready to leave the house. It takes days of planning and coordination. And, like, I have to start, like, whenever I get up in the morning, everything, every step is geared towards getting ready to leave the house. So, for me to get there and find out the daughter's office is closed, oh, I was livid. And so I call the main office. And I can I'm just, like, like, picture you standing there and, like. Yeah, I kind of stood there at the door. gripping the back of the stroller. Your knuckles are turning white. Your hair starts to stand up, your face starts to turn green, and then you rip the door off. That's what I felt like. But yeah, I call, and I'm wanting to, like, just scream at these people. I wanted to say nasty, mean things. But the the girl that answered the phone that I was talking to, she was this sweet little-sounding lady. And I was like, oh, my God. I can't like yell at her, but you, I was. Don't you hate that when like you? you you're so mad. And she's like, you're like, I'm fixing to yell at this person. I'm gonna scream at him. I'm gonna if I can reach you the phone and put like, my hands around their knees. How can I help you today? And, so and nice, it's like this. And, so and I'm like, oh crap, I can't yell at her. But I, you know, I, I was. Excuse me, miss. Can you put me on the phone with someone a little more rude than you? <laughs> I need, I need to speak to somebody. Is there someone I can in yell this office right that you don't get along with? Put them on the phone. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, but I wanted to convey that, hey, this is not okay. This is a doctor's office. You're professionals. This is not acceptable for you to just be closed and not call me. And I've got twins. Yeah, I called and I was like, yeah, my twins had a doctor's appointment. I wanted to convey there's two babies here. And she's like, oh, nobody called you. Maybe they don't have the right phone number. And at that moment, my head wanted to explode because for anybody who knows me personally knows I've had the same phone number ever since I got my first cell phone. I've had the same phone number for well over a decade. I've never had a different number. So for her to say, maybe they don't have the right phone number. And I know that they have the right phone number because they've called me before. I just wanted to go through the phone and be like, no. And even before you had that phone number, I had it for like two years with my last girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. So. Oh, gosh. But yeah, we got the appointment rescheduled and everything. And. And so we go again for the actual appointment when they're open. And then I go to make the next appointment for their 12-month visit when we get done. And they're like, oh, by then our doctor's office is going to be closed. Like, they're closing down. And I just want to be like. That's because they're never open. I was like, no wonder. I wonder how many other patients you've had that have showed up when you were closed. So, yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous situation. Once again, that's Knox Pediatricians. (laughs) If you get a new baby. Don't go to Knox. I hope they listen to it. I doubt they do, but... I'm sure they probably don't. That'd be awesome. Uh, so, we make a lot of jokes about each other being crazy, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people that listen to the show that think we're crazy. So, I found a test. That, oh, good Lord. That we can take. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if this is a good idea. That'll let us know if we're crazy or not. I do not know if this is a good idea. I'll tell you what. I'll take the, I'll take the quiz, and uh, we'll find out how crazy... Bob really is. You want to do it that way? Yeah, I don't need to. I don't think I need to take a test. To you, find out I don't crazy. think. I don't think we need you to take a test. I'm really scared what the answer would be. <laughs> okay. So I mean, like that woman does not need to be let loose in society. This is called "Are You a Psychopath?" So I'll read the questions and I'll answer them aloud. All right, here we go. Rate yourself on a scale. I find myself in the same kind of trouble time after time. 
I don't I don't think I find myself in the same kind of trouble time after time, but that's just me. Yeah, I think yeah, seriously. Yeah. What? Let, let's be honest here. About what? I learn I learn from my mistake. I'm not saying that you don't learn from your mistakes. So, let me give you an example of why I think you're wrong. First of all, are you you're supposed to rate yourself on a scale? Is that what it is? Yes, um 1 not at all, and five very much. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm going to go with like a two. I don't think, I don't, I mean, I learn from my mistakes. You learn from some of your mistakes. But let, let me ask you this. Okay. How many times have we had the discussion about you leaving your Red Bull cans in the living room in the morning? I get up literally every morning and throw away your Red Bull cans. Literally? Literally. Literally every morning. Yes. Are you really going to try to call me out on some Red Bull cans right now? You're the one who's like, oh, I, I learned from my mistakes. There, I mean, come on, there's a difference between learning from mistakes and waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning and wandering around like a zombie. I, 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 there's no excuse, Bob. Okay, let's talk about your socks on the floor. <laughs> How many times in our eight years of marriage have I asked you to not leave your socks on the floor? This week? Right beside... Right beside the hamper. Well, I take my socks off with my big toe, and it's just, I leave them <laughs> right, right, I leave them right beside the hamper, like so close. Okay, how about a three? Neutral. Can we go neutral? Mm, I don't know. Neutral. <laughs> I think more like, I'm not saying you're a five, but like maybe a three and a half to four. There's a three and there's a four. We, we are one question in. There's like 20 <laughs> questions. I'll, I'll let you get away with a three. Okay, three. Rate yourself. <laughs> One, not at all. Five, very much. I am often bored. Oh, well, that's a five. <laughs> okay. Your attention span is like that of a squirrel. <laughs> Next question. I quickly lose interest in tasks that I start. <laughs> this is, a, is this test for real? I don't, I don't know that I want to continue taking this test. Five. All right, continue. Oh, my God. Making a lot of money is very important to me. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's five. That's for everybody, though. How is this? How is, you know who it's not important to? People that live in the trees. That's, that's who it's not important to. All right. Next question. My main concern is with the bottom line. Um, I don't really know how to answer that. Like at work? I guess. I mean, like. Or like in your in, whole entire life. In, in my job, particularly. Your job, you have to be concerned. Yeah, with my job, I'm very concerned with the bottom line. So five, it's not five, my. It's not well. That's it's not my main concern. But um, you know, at home, it. My main concern at home is not the bottom line. My main concern is us being happy. So I'm. Gonna but go at, at the same time, I think any responsible adult, you have to be concerned financially with your family's finances. So. So we're gonna go with four. Uh, four sounds good. Um, most people are just stupid. Do I agree with this? One, not at all. And five, very much. Uh, um, I'm going to say most of the people that don't listen to our podcast are stupid. They're, I'm not saying everybody's stupid. No, no, no. There's a, there's, there, there's they're a they're out of, there. There's, they're really out there. And they travel in packs. You know that saying, ignorance is bliss? <laughs> There's a lot of bliss out there right There's now. a lot of bliss going um, on in the world today. I think I'm so. going to go I think I'm going to I'm going to go with 4. Yeah, I think it, but, 4. But but no if you're listening to this, you're not one of those people. You're extremely intelligent. You're a genius. I'm trying not to hurt others in pursuit of my goals. I go out of my way not to hurt others. Yeah, yeah. You have a good heart. 
Okay. So what did you answer that one as? A two. Sometimes people just get in your way and you got to take care of it. Uh, I enjoy manipulating other people's feelings. Um, <laughs> you're like the master manipulator. Okay. Uh, you know what this reminds me of? How many times you, you asked me out before I said yes? I told you we can't talk. We're, we, we need to put that podcast together because we've brought this up. We can't talk about that. Maybe in the next show we'll talk about it. I'm going to talk to the audience for a minute. Our listeners. Our, our, our people. You're going to tell them how you manipulate me? Yeah. There was this one time <laughs> where... Are you... T- oh, my God. I know what you're about to say, I think. I... <laughs> I oh thought God. to myself, I bet I could get Katie to say something weird. <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, we've never talked about this, right? No, I don't think so. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, my nobody, this was probably the greatest practical joke I've ever pulled off. <laughs> and I had no clue, like, that you were conspiring, um, not really against me, but I had no idea that you were plotting and trying so hard to manipulate me. So this is how it goes. I thought of something, a saying. I was like, I'm going to make up a saying and I'm going to, I'm going to get Katie to say it. And the saying that I made up. <laughs> turd bucket. <laughs> was, was turd bucket. So what I did was every now and then I would just <laughs> I Oh my god. I would just say it. I would be like it's like somebody cut us off in traffic be like that turd bucket. <laughs> you did. You used to say it a lot. And I just I thought remember, it was one of those things like you heard somewhere and <laughs> like you know you hear phrases and sayings and then you you just you pick it up and and you 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 start saying it. It's how like you know back in like middle school like those stupid sayings that would circulate um what was one of them? Butter was one of them. Butter, oh, yeah. that's, butter. that's butter. So I don't want to rant on this for too long. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. This goes on for probably seven months. I just, I yeah, say it every it now and then. Time. It was a very long time and I never told you what was going on. And then one day we were sitting in the living room and the dog did something, right? Yeah, Mario, I was, I remember it so clear because you started laughing. <laughs> I was walking through the living room, and I don't know if I, like, tripped over the dog. Mario did something. He, like, ran under your feet. I looked down. I was like, you little turd bucket. And you. I lost it. That was the first. I've never said that before in my life, but I don't know why. It was the first thing that popped in my head. I couldn't breathe. And you about died. My eyes were tearing up. And the look of confusion on your face. I didn't understand why it was so funny, because I was like, turd bucket. I mean, it's not that funny. seven months. And you know what? Unless we talk about this story, I've never said it again. Yeah, I don't think you have. Because I didn't, it wasn't a habit for me. I did it on purpose. But yeah, it took a really, really Well, it's kind of sad. Like, it just goes to show, like, how easily, because I don't think I'm easily manipulated. I'm an intelligent person. I, you know, I have my own thoughts and opinions, but it just, like, you whittled away at me little by little over months. I'm miserable right now. I, I never want to drink Red Bull during one of these again. Why? It's like, it's, it's, it's catching my throat up and I constantly just want to go, <clears throat> and I can't do that, right? In the middle of a recording. And then you start talking and you get into it and you're like, and you don't breathe. And my plan is, okay, <laughs> as soon as she like takes a pause, I'm going to clear my throat and I'll just cut it out. And you Sorry. don't, you don't pause. And I'm sitting here like holding my breath. You know, I could talk for uh, like hours without stopping. Good. Okay. Next question. I feel bad if my words or actions cause someone else to feel an emotional pain. I do feel, I, I feel bad if I hurt someone's feelings or something, but I'm also that person that if, uh, 
like if you're a business and you wrong me, I'm not going to feel bad if I cause you emotional pain. I don't know. That's I think I'm going to go with like two. I don't try to hurt people's feelings intentionally. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, I think I would agree with two. Cheating is not justified because it is unfair to others. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say mm, I'm actually gonna go a little bit higher than you would think. I'm gonna say three. Like uh, when we're playing Monopoly. Wait, I'm confused. Shouldn't have, what's the scale like? Like if it, okay, so it says cheating is not justified. So if I hit five very much, I'm saying cheating is very justified. Oh, okay. I, I was like I, I was you, thinking of it backwards. You would put a one for sure. I'm gonna go like a three though. Not not in life in general. Just like I'm really competitive. And like, but I don't, you don't cheat. I don't cheat as in like, you know, like if I'm the banker, I'm not like sliding $500 bills out or anything, but I will talk you. I will talk. Cause you're manipulative. Con- yeah. We already you. went through that question, but so you're not that, a cheater. So, so, okay. So what one? I, I would, I would answer one for you. Okay. Okay. Now I need to pick true or false. I am superior to most people. I don't think I'm superior to most people, but I do think. I am smarter than some of those other people we talked about in the the other question. I know you you definitely don't feel inferior to people, yeah. so I think it's more of a um I got to pick one or the other. I think you would have to go with true just because it's more fitting than Oh my god, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> okay, I like to make things go smoother. I do. I Absolutely. I, I really like things to go smooth. I it I get frustrated if things aren't going smooth. So my whole life is frustrating. Yeah. I rarely feel guilty. Um, I don't like this question because I don't feel guilty a lot, but it's not because I don't feel guilt. It's because I try to do the right thing most of the time. Yeah. So what do I? Well, I know there's definitely times where um, like you have felt guilty about yeah, I know. I... something like concerning me. Like, um, I feel like I'm getting set up to lose here. Yeah. Like, that, like if you ever tried sugar or PCP. Like, I don't think there's a right way to answer this question. Okay. I, I hit true. I am an emotional person. No. Now, it's not saying, like, sad. Emo- you don't think I'm emotional? You don't think I ever get upset? I think you really only have one emotion, and that's anger. <laughs> so... So I'm not emotional? I, w- I wouldn't classify you as an emotional person. Uh-huh. You're very good at controlling your emotions, whereas I am not. I often get others to pay for things for me. Um, I don't think that's no. true. I had, I had my boss buy me a lunch not too long ago because I left my wallet at home. I drove an hour away <laughs> and then realized I didn't have money for food. Well, it's not like you go around asking people to pay nah, for things so. all the time. So Okay. Uh, I speak with authority. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, answer truthfully now. This is a yes or no. Did you ever shoplift or take things that didn't belong to you? No. You think people are like answering these questions? Like they, so you, people obviously sit around and do this by themselves, right? I guess. Not so. like we're doing not in a group setting where thousands of people can hear us. Were you close to your family when growing up? I was very close yeah. to my family. Did you have an imaginary friend growing up? <laughs> All right, Bob, moment of truth. Did you have an imaginary friend? I did not. Now, I, I did. did. Did you? <laughs> my imaginary friend was Scooby-Doo, oh and I used, to, I used to call him from payphones. What's a payphone? I'm just playing something. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> some people are, are going to listen to this and not know. No, for not real. I mean, is. I was very, very young. 
like I was probably three to four around this time and I was a huge fan of Scooby-Doo. And yeah, we would go out and, um, I mean, because back then there was payphones everywhere. Like I'd go with my mom to the grocery store and I would have to stop at the payphone and I would call Scooby-Doo and I'd be like, I'll be home soon, Scooby. We're at the grocery store. And then like I would take him on pretend walks and things like, yeah, Scooby-Doo was definitely my imaginary friend. Maybe you need to be the one taking this test. I'm scared. I would be scared for the answer. All right, next question. Have you ever wanted to hurt somebody because they wronged you? Who hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> That's a trick question. I think maybe this question should be, have you ever hurt someone because yeah, they yeah. wronged you? I think it's just human nature that when people wrong you... Someone cuts me off Everybody has that limit, you know, and you get angry and you want to lash out at people. And I think that's the difference between a psychopath or not is if you actually act on yeah. your want to hurt somebody. Well, like, it, like if someone cuts me off in traffic, I'm not going to say that I've never fantasized about taking my car and slamming it into the side. When people off cut me ditch. off in traffic, you know what I do. Oh, yeah. You shoot them with your imaginary I gun. I shoot them with my finger gun. We're gonna, somebody's going to pull Bang. a gun on us one day when you do that crazy mess. I do. I, I don't flip people off. That's a very nasty gesture. My mom taught me better. But um, my parents did let me play with guns. And so I finger shoot people. Bang, bang, in traffic when they cut me off. So, But I don't actually shoot them. So I think that's the difference between me being a psychopath or not. Okay. It's telling me to calculate. All right. Here we go. It's loading. <laughs> oh. What does it say? It says I could be a psychopath. It doesn't say I am a psychopath. So there's, a, there's like different degrees I guess. of psychopath. Like, you're not a full-blown psychopath, but they're like, mm, you're teetering on the edge here. It could go either way. So do you think, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I really feel like I answered those questions a lot like other people would. So am I a psychopath because I feel like everybody else is the same way I am? I don't know. Are there people listening to us right now hearing me answer these questions going, oh, my God, can you believe he answered that way? Maybe. Are you a psychopath, too? Because you you seemed okay with most of my answers. I I guess so. If you're a psychopath, I am, too. Hmm. I have to pee. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You don't have to say that, you know. Okay, so a couple episodes ago, we talked about the house where the people bought it, and they started getting letters in the mail about the crazy person watching them. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Megan, which if you guys... uh. Keep up with our shows. They were on the episode Honey Bun, Winter Winter Honey Bun Dinner. Just a couple. Megan's my best back. friend. My best friend. You you guys sound. It's so hard when she's on the show with us because you sound just alike. I know, and I never in all of the years of mine and Megan's friendship, like if somebody said, "Oh, you and Megan, your voices sound exactly alike," I'm like, no, we don't. But you record us, and I'm like, you oh sound- my gosh. The Just first time like. I heard Megan talking on our podcast, I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like me. But I didn't say that. Okay, so Megan hit us up on Facebook. They're going to make that into a movie. So she hooked. She, I imagine uh, it's going to be a very scary movie. It would yeah, it's going to be a scary movie. It would creep me out. So here's the, uh, here's the title. Oh, Terrifying God. true story of what? It's going to like creep me oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Terrifying true story of The Watcher being turned into a horror movie. So they put this up, it hit the internet, and the next day, 
there were people shopping this around Hollywood trying to turn it into a scary movie. Now, the cool thing... You, you can't make this crap up, man. The cool thing about this article, it had something that the article that we talked about didn't have. They actually have some of the letters that was in this mailbox. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to read them to you. So, yeah, I... Megan posted this to our Facebook page. For anybody who wants to go and read the article for yourself, the picture alone scares the crap out of me. I did not read this yet. You read it. You told me, you asked me not to read it yet, that you were going to read it while we were recording. That's so because... I, this is the, the first time I've heard any of oh, this. Oh, I didn't plan this out well. I was going to read this to you in the middle of the night. It's like daytime outside. Hmm. Well, it's too... going to give me nightmares. We're, we're in too deep now. we got to keep going. So I wanted to read you some of the letters that this person actually put in the mailbox. Here is the first one. So is this for real? Like- oh, yeah. This is, this is real stuff. This is happening. My grandfather watched the house in the in the 1920s. My father watched the house in the 1960s. God dang, so it's like three generations of creepos. It is now my turn. I, so hang on a second. So do you think old grandpa, like, hey, your son, let, let, me, let me show you something. You see the house right there? One day, I want you to watch it. When I'm not here anymore. Like I can't even like contemplate like, how, whoa, you, how you me- come up with that. Like, could you imagine, like, if your dad came up to you one day and was like, all right, son, I, I, there's this tradition, and I, I, I'm, it's, it's time to pass the torch on to you. You see this house? I've been watching this house. Your grandpa watched this house. Now it's your turn. You're creeping me out a little bit. Like, Why you, your eyes got blank inside <laughs> while you were talking just now. I think you, you have to have blank eyes to have that kind of conversation. Okay, so here's the whole, you're interrupting me, I'll, I'll read the I'm whole sorry. thing. I'm okay. sorry, I just, I, I, I can't get over like three generations. So let me read the whole thing to you. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s. Should I do it in a scary voice? No, just read it. My grandfather watched the house. Oh no, don't house. do that, don't do that. Stop talking. Let me, le- I'm gonna lean in and get like a, you know, an effect. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s. You're making the hair on the back of my neck stand up, you gotta stop. My father watched the house Don't read it like that. in the 1960s. It is now my time. I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. That's the letter that shows up in these people's mailbox. And something like that showed up in our mailbox. Like, all right, let's pack up this crap. We got to move. Whoop! it's been nice. Got to go. Okay, here's the second one. I asked the woods... Which the woods, by the way, was the people that owned it before. The oh, oh, okay. so not like the forest. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, he's not talking to the trees. Okay. Okay. Let me start over. So everybody I was knows like he's talked to the trees. The woods is the people's last names. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. I asked the woods to bring me young blood. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. That's it. That's 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 the next one. Here we go. We're gonna keep going. Do you need to fill the house with young blood? I requested. Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them out to me. I am pleased to know your names now, and the name of the young blood you have brought to me. Will the young bloods play in the basement? Oh my god, I have chills! That is so creepy! Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. It cries for the past and what used to be in the time when I roamed its halls. 
Your eyes are so big. I'm freaked out. I have like goosebumps. Why couldn't we have done this at night? The hair on my arms are standing up. Like, my main question is why? Why have they been watching this house for what, almost a hundred years now? They'll find, we'll find out eventually. It's going to come out. Like, Like, I mean, it's going to come out. What is it about this house? And he said that something about when he used to roam the halls. So did he live there at one point? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you watch it for three generations if so, if you at once lived there? I don't understand. How long do you think we'll do this podcast? I have hopes that we'll, we'll do it for years to come. I would hope so. Well, if they're shopping this around, then in like, I could see it. We'll find out when yeah, the movie comes out. Three or four years from now. I want to know now. Like, I think we should go ahead and plan right now. Episode 297. <laughs> we're going to do a review we'll pick this up of then, The Watcher. So. so hold tight. Um, we're going to review the movie, The Watcher in about three years. And I think it'll be good. I just want to know why. Okay. We got just a couple minutes left. And I've got a really, really short subject for us to talk about. Okay. And uh, when I saw this, I immediately went, oh, i got to tell this to Katie. Adorable rats. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Look, you know I don't, I cannot stand creepy crawlies of any sort. Creepy, crawly, slithery, stingy, flying, anything like that. I, uh, uh, I can't do it. Okay. Adorable rats are being trained to hunt out landmines in Cambodia decades after the war. Why they got to throw in adorable? Let me tell you what. So there's, I'm just going to give you some facts from this. Why don't they just say that they're training rats to do this? Why they got to say adorable rats are going to be blown up by landmines? And since, since the war in Cambodia, 63,000 people have been in mine related accidents. Okay. But the country will soon be safer thanks to some one-foot-long furry allies. That's a big rat. <laughs> These are called African giant pouched rats, a common species in the sub-Saharan Africa. So common. That means... Like they roam the streets or so something? So you're like, you walk around in this part of Africa and there are one-foot rats walking around with pouches like kangaroos. They're like little tiny scary kangaroos. Okay. Anyways, they've been training these rats, and so far, they have helped them clear 13,000 mines. Wow. Okay, so think about these numbers. 65,000 people have been hurt in mine incidents, and then 13,000 more mines they've... How many mines? That's a lot. That's insane, right? That's overkill, man. Wow. Wow. So... Uh, one foot furry rats saving the world one mine at a time. I guess, like, I guess because, you know, like the bomb sniffing dogs, like, it's, it would be a lot harder for people to train these, like, dogs to go sniff out these landmines and get blown up. I guess people are okay with blowing up rats. Do you think there's somebody that, like, yells, release the rats, not unlike the person that yells, release the kraken? How many rats do they use at one time? Is it like a hundred rats? They just send out, like, all these like rats. What if it's what if it's not? What if like quantity over quality? You know. What if the story is just meant to like make people think they're training the rats? Maybe they just get like a thousand of them and they go. We think one of them's bound here. to. And you like, release them in this area. One of them's <laughs> bound to hit one sooner or you later. You release like a thousand like one foot rats and they just start roaming the countryside and. <laughs> 
So does that mean 13,000 like rats have been blown up? That's a lot of rats. I don't know. So there you go. I thought that story was just for you. Got anything you want to add? No, I got nothing. Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys again next Wednesday night. And until then, stay safe, stay happy, you bunch of psychopaths. Live long and prosper. Bye. Bye.